What is up, my love? Welcome to the Love Stands Here podcast. I'm your host, Megan Brianna from lovestandshere.com, and I'm a life coach, a certified eating psychology coach, but most of all, I'm just a girl who really loves Jesus and has spent a lot of time learning how to not only discover my worth through Him, but also how to cultivate the characteristics that we're called into in order to live a healthy and purposeful life of love and service. My friend, living in the world can be really tough, and all too often we're taught beliefs and given messages by a broken society that make us feel like we're never enough and our worth is only skin deep. But I'm here to share some good news. Your worth is not in the world, but in God's beautiful word. So if you're looking for encouragement to live and love better, you're in the right place. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends if you feel called, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Love ya. Hello. I missed you last week. As you can see, I didn't upload a podcast last week. Just more stuff going on internally that I just, you know, I'm kind of tired of talking about it. I've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. And I continue to talk to those close to me about it and to the Lord, but I think here I'm just ready to move on. But if you do struggle with anxiety, depression, Um, hormone imbalance, whatever, please know that you're not alone. And I'm not going to stop talking about it. I just don't want to make it a whole episode. So Um, I am excited that summer's over. Don't hate me. I love the colder seasons, which is so crazy because I lived in Arizona for nine years. And I remember the first year I came back, the cold, it, it like shook me to my bones. I couldn't even, I couldn't handle it. It was awful. And now I'm like, bring it on. Um, I can't stand the humidity. I don't know. Makes me grumpy. So anyway, there were several things that I wanted to talk about today. You know, being on TikTok is such a trip and it's such a blessing. Um, Obviously, I've talked about when I first joined and I started growing, I really struggled with my mental health because I've never experienced trolls like I did on TikTok and I haven't for a while because I've only been posting really like once or twice a week at the most when I release my podcast so I can share with people that there's a podcast for them to listen to so I haven't had a lot of trolling lately but I'm working on starting to be more consistent over there again and see how it goes because I'm finding that most of my audience is coming from TikTok Um, And there are a lot of people on there um, I've noticed lately because I've been posting more videos about my experience, you know, my testimony again, and my experience with narc abuse. And those seem to be the videos that get the most traction lately. There are a lot of people that are just in really, really unhealthy relationships and are either in one now or are going through a healing process and they just really need support and encouragement. So I was going to talk about that today, but I will in, you know, following episodes and I will continue to talk about it because it's, you know, a huge part of my story. And I'm actually thinking about getting back into coaching again. I don't know. I think that, I mean, I had one video that has over a thousand comments on it of people that are struggling with narc abuse or or going through the healing process and I just I feel like anytime I talk about the deep dark things that are hard to talk about people are like you know I need help so I don't know I've been away from it for a while because it does take a lot of energy but 
I just feel like God might be calling me back into it. And I'm in this crazy place in life where, you know, as I've said before, the last few months I've been up and down with my emotions and struggling with depression and stuff. But, I, you know, I'm in a transition period where I left my job at the salon and the farm is ending at the end of this month and I have no idea what I'm going to do for income. Um, which is fine. Luckily, I don't have a ton of bills, so I'm not too, too worried about it. But it's just, I think I, and I talked to a friend yesterday and he pointed something out to me. I think I have this, for whatever reason, I'm putting so much pressure on myself to start this brand new life. Like everything's ending. There are a couple other things in my life that are coming to a close. And I feel like, okay, you know, I have all of this pressure to start something brand new and my life needs to change drastically. And I don't know why I'm doing that to myself. And he's like, why don't you just take it one day at a time and just focus on the fact that you need to, you know, make some kind of income for now and just let God do his work in you and let your life unfold as it should. And I'm like, you know what? You're so right. So I'm just kind of taking a deep breath and stepping back and focusing on um, the Lord and what I feel he's calling me to do, which is continuing to do this and then potentially get back into coaching, um, course creating, um, facilitating a group, whatever. I don't know yet. Um, still brainstorming and praying and just getting up and doing every day what I know to do and letting it unfold as it has the last four years. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I get worried when I have no I have no experience in my life of things not working out. Like, why in the world would I get worried? I don't know. Anyway, it's just what we do. But let's get to today's topic. I would like to talk about the importance of living with an intention of unity rather than one of division. And this is something that is going to continue to be important for me to talk about because Again, my whole thing is the world versus the word, and there is a huge difference. The world is basically facilitated by the enemy who wants to cause division, and God's word is about creating unity. So imagine my surprise when I went ahead and put Christians up on a pedestal, as I do with people groups and just people in general. It's just a toxic trait that I have that I'm working on overcoming, and you know, I had this idea about Christians and I get on TikTok and yes, I'm going to reference TikTok a lot because I've learned so much about people through that platform just since March when I got on. And I see that there is more division in the Christian community than I have ever, I, I just, I've never seen the kind of division that I see in the Christian community. And I understand to a degree because obviously when you're a Christian, you're going to be attacked by the enemy more because he doesn't want anybody spreading the gospel. But I think the problem is that there's a lot of division and people aren't recognizing it. And I think people aren't recognizing it because there are verses in the Bible that let us know that we are called to righteously judge each other and righteously correct each other. But there is so that is taken so out of context in so many places and it's also overused and really over focused on in the lives of so many Christians that I've I've experienced on TikTok and there's just we it's almost like we forget that 
righteously judging each other is not one of the top two commandments. It's not a commandment at all. It's something that we're called to do, but it is not a commandment of Christ. Loving God and loving our neighbors as ourselves are the greatest two commandments. And so those are the things that we should be focused on the most. And yet it seems like those are the things that a lot of people are focused on the least. You know, I've always been somebody that is just very focused on unity. Like that has been my heart's intention my entire life since I was a little girl. And that's where love stands here comes from. I always want people to have a seat at the table. I never want people to feel left out. As far as I can help it, I've always tried to make sure that people feel welcome and people feel included. I just genuinely want people to understand that we're all in this together. We all have our issues. Um, We're all a lot more alike than we would like to believe and than the world would make us believe, would let us believe. And... Everybody deserves love and respect and kindness and compassion and empathy. And that is the character of Jesus. And mercy and grace, these are the things that we're supposed to be focused on. And it's just, it's so, it's gotten so crazy. And I've just seen it so much on on TikTok. And I've seen actually for the first time, I've never heard this before, but I've seen several people say, there's no hate like Christian love. And I'm actually like, I, you know, I see that now. I totally understand why people would say that. Because truly, I, I've never been hated so much as a person sharing Jesus, even in the Christian community. Like the people, okay, the people that comment on my videos that are not Christians, I really don't think anything of it because I know that they don't truly know Jesus. But the people that are Christian that comment on my videos negatively, like I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? Because most of the time they're just comments that are just very much like this person has trauma and they are using the Bible to project it out onto me. And that happens a lot. So relationships and unity are my thing. You know, obviously I was delivered from toxic relationships with myself and others. So, of course, that's what I'm passionate about sharing here. Again, my whole thing has been helping women understand that their worth and value is in God's word and not in the world. And really understanding that there is such a distinction between the two. This is what I'm learning. This is what I've learned in the last four years in my relationship with God. It's night and day. The things that we believe dictate our worth in the world and the things that actually dictate our worth are two completely different things. God's word and the world, it's just so different. And it's important to me because it's God's word and even more importantly, my relationship with him that has healed me from the belief systems and the behaviors that I had while the world was my compass. So, I mean, today's episode, if you've been listening to this for a while, you you basically you know what to expect. But if you're a Christian and you struggle, or if you're not a Christian and you struggle with the idea of how the Christian belief can be like so wonderful because you've seen a lot of people misrepresenting what Christianity actually is, this might be helpful for you. So what I want you to understand is that We lean towards division as Christians because 
a lot of us don't understand that we actually have to partner with the Holy Spirit to allow God to change us inside with a new way of thinking. Always going back to Romans 12 too, that has been my core scripture. Talking to God, prayer, talking to other people, wise counsel, just constantly being in the word and in relationship with the Lord is what has changed me. And it's not been in my strength. I've just been willing to allow God to change me. And that is something that's very important as a Christian. And unfortunately, I think what ends up happening, what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing is that a lot of people declare that Jesus is their Lord and Savior and they believe and they have faith. And so as it says in the Bible, if you believe then you're saved and you're going to heaven. And and it stops there. And they forget that it's also important to partner with the Holy Spirit and allow God to change you as a person. So if we're not willing to change, if we're not willing to let God change us and we don't humble ourselves to understand that it's important that we do change, that we're constantly evolving and we're constantly growing spiritually, then the way we read the Bible is going to be a reflection of how we perceive the world. And if we're not healing, if we're not letting God change us, that perception is going to be off. We're going to read parts of the Bible that make us feel validated in whatever pain and trauma we have, and we're going to project that onto other people. And so unfortunately, what ends up happening if we're not letting the Holy Spirit change us as a part of our Christian walk is that we continue to stay unhealed and we continue to sit in our trauma and we all have it. We all need to grow in the Lord. All of us do. And so the way that we share Jesus often ends up causing division instead of unity. And there are so many verses in the Bible about unity. Uh, 1 Corinthians 1.10, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind, in the same judgment. 1 Peter 3.8, finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Uh, Colossians 3.14, and above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Romans 12.4-5, for as in one body, we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Romans 15.6, that together you may be with one voice, glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. There are so many verses about unity, and it's just so amazing to see, just from a psychological perspective, how attached we can get to the verses that really just make us feel better in our own journeys and what we're struggling with and make us feel like, yep, it says this in the Bible, so I don't really need to do anything to change because this verse validates where I am in my life, not realizing that we're taking it out of context. And then there's Luke 6:36, and yes, I have a lot of verses in this episode, so stick with me. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. The Bible, of course, does talk about righteous judgment and correction, 
but so many people take that and use it self-righteously. And this is what I mean. If we have an unhealed posture of our heart and we have a lot of trauma that is underlying the way that we're sharing Jesus with people, the way that we're sharing the word of God with people, a lot of times it's really more about ourselves than it is about spreading the gospel and inviting people into the kingdom of God. There is judgment that is born out of hypocrisy and a condemning spirit from self-righteousness, and then there is true discernment, which is what the Holy Spirit gives us, which is what we're supposed to work with. And another thing that we really need to understand is how different it is communicating through social media platforms than it is in person. There are a lot of things that we say on social media that we would never say to somebody's face. And also, we're really not meant to correct people publicly in the way that we do it on social media, especially if it's somebody that we don't have a personal relationship with. Matthew 18, 15 through 17, it's an order of operations when it comes to correction, but so many people start at the end. So listen to this. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. And so many people are treating other Christians as a pagan or a tax collector right from the get-go on social media because the connection isn't there. And that brings me to my next point. We really need to meet people where they are. We really need to understand that we're all at different places in our spiritual journeys. And we all see the world from a different lens. And so we have to treat people accordingly. We can't expect them to see things the same way that we see them. We need to approach them in a compassionate, kind, loving way with mercy and grace. When I first moved home after my terrible relationship and I was just completely a shell of a person, my mom could have tried to fix me or could have gotten frustrated with me for being where I was, but instead of trying to do everything in her own strength and expecting me to do everything in my own strength. She understood that this was between me and God. And all she had to do was just support me and just sit with me sometimes and give me a hug and let me go through it on my own and remind me that she's there and that I wasn't alone. And I don't think we realize how important that is, that kind of connection between humans and how healing it is. Just letting somebody know that you're there and you're not trying to force them to get to a place that you expect them to be. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as well. And this is a codependency thing, to fix people. Um, And we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to say the exact right thing. And so we end up avoiding being there for people because we're afraid we're not gonna do it right. But I promise you, showing up is what people need. Also, being as open and vulnerable and transparent about your own story as you can. That's what people need. If there's anything I've learned in my time online and sharing my story, it's that sharing your story 
and showing up for people. Two of the most powerful things you can do, not just for other people, but for yourself. It's so healing. We can lead by example without trying to force people to be where we are. We need to let them have their own relationship with God. It's God who changes people, not us. And then the last thing that I want to bring up is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and it's this chronic command to others to pray without also practicing ourselves obedience to the Holy Spirit. And what I mean by that is a lot of times, um, you know, just in life and on social media, we, we encourage people to pray, and that's wonderful. We do. We need to have a prayer life. It's one of the most important things in the world. And we tell them we will pray for them. But that is only a part of the picture. If we are telling people to pray, if we're encouraging people to pray and we're praying for them, we also have to understand that another part of our responsibility is being obedient to those nudges that the Holy Spirit is giving us to reach out to that person that we haven't talked to in forever or talk to the homeless man on the side of the road or give money, give your last dollar to somebody or ask somebody if they want a meal cooked for them or just those little nudges that we feel that we often ignore because we can tell people to pray all day and we can pray for people all day. But we have to remember that God uses us to answer other people's prayers. So I don't know if you've ever experienced a time where you've prayed and prayed and prayed and you haven't heard from God and it feels like he's not moving in your life. Well, he might be talking to somebody else to reach out to you. And that person might be who God wants to use to answer your prayer. And that's something that we really have to keep in mind. It's not just about praying for each other. It's also about our obedience to the Holy Spirit. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven through 39, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. To me, this means love your God, have a relationship with him. That is one very important part of the puzzle and the most important part. But the second most important part is having relationships with other people, loving other people. And that means being obedient to those nudges that the Holy Spirit is giving you. And I know that's hard. And believe me, I ignore them too because I get nervous and I feel uncomfortable. And I also put pressure on myself that if I don't do something perfectly, I'm going to look like a fool or whatever. But a lot of times it's just being willing and letting somebody else know that you are willing to help them. That is what's powerful. And then God will do the rest of the work. So these are all things that I think are really important to remember when it comes to the difference between unity and division. A lot of times we are divided because we're not partnering with the Holy Spirit to allow him to change us. We believe in Jesus and we have faith and we're in the word, but we're not actually willing to change and to let God change us inside. And that causes division because in not allowing God to grow us spiritually, we end up reading the word and interpreting it from a, an unhealthy place and then projecting that onto other people. We also have to know that we need to approach relationships with people on social media differently than we do in real life. 
when we have to have compassion and we have to have kindness and we have to be loving and we have to show mercy and grace no matter what. But it's so much different on social media. We don't get the full picture of who a person is and we have to keep that in mind when we're speaking to them. And we also have to remember that a big part of our journey as a Christian and loving other people is not just praying for people and not just encouraging them to pray, but also the obedience to the Holy Spirit in whatever he's asking us to do for other people, because we might be the answer to somebody else's prayer. That's all for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. And hey, if you don't mind, would you do me a favor and rate, review, and share this message with somebody if you feel like it hit home so we can get these messages out to more people? And also, you can go over to lovestandshere.com if you want to check out my blog posts. And also, if you would like to contact me, if you have any questions or comments or you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you can head on over there. You can also follow me at love underscore stands underscore here on Instagram. I hope you have a great week. I love you and I will talk to you next week. Bye.